1: Verse 20, Paul continued, Second Corinthians 5, 20, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you, on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For He, our, our Father in heaven, made Him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him.
0: Sometimes it's easy to get scared of trying to spread the gospel, But in today's message, Pastor Robert reminds us that not only are we instructed, but begged to share the gospel with everyone. And when you really think about what death really means, why wouldn't you want to share the good news to everybody? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 9, as he continues his message, Paul's Conversion.
1: His love is the, main thing, huh? the deity of Jesus Christ is central to our understanding of the gospel. See, it's central. It's critically important. Why is it critically important? Well, if Jesus was merely the Jewish Messiah in the way that the Jews had always expected and still expect, the anointed one of God, anointed to reestablish Israel as a nation, and the ultimate great prophet of God's people, but nothing more than that, if that's all Jesus was, then he could not have been what he claimed to be the final and ultimate sacrifice for sin. That was why C.S. Lewis, the, one of the most famous quotes from C.S. Lewis, you know, about he's, he's, he's either, he was either a liar or a lunatic or the son of God. Lewis said, you know, this nonsense about him being a great teacher or a prophet, it's like, that won't work. He didn't leave us with, with the option of, you know, thinking that that's all he was. Because if he, if he wasn't the son of God, then he was a crazy person because he claimed to be the son of God. Or else he was, a, you know, just a total fraud, a liar. who Millions and millions of people have died because of his big lie. But you can't just say, oh, yeah, he was a great teacher. No, he was a horrible man unless he is actually God the Son. Paul, writing about it in 2 Corinthians 5.14, he said, The love of Christ compels us because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. What was he talking about right there? That ultimate sacrifice. One man taking upon himself the sin of all humanity and dying to pay the penalty. But you see, that's impossible for a man to do. Think about it this way. If my son David and I separately owe you $50, and I come to you and say, okay, I'm going to take care of David's debt. Here's 50 bucks. You're going to be like, no, that's the 50 you owe me. He still owes me 50 every single human being, every human, according to the Bible, it says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. There's no sinless human. So if, if I approach God and say, listen, I'm going to offer myself in sacrifice for the sins of humanity, God would be like, I love you, bro, but no. Why? Well, because you're evil. You deserve to die for your own sin. You can't pay for somebody else because you only get to die once. It's not like you can do that multiple times to pay for the billions and billions and billions of people who have lived since the beginning of time. Listen, it, it couldn't be done. In verse 20, Paul continued, 2 Corinthians five twenty. now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God for He, our, our Father in heaven, made him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. It's the only way for a human being to become righteous because we're broken, we're sinful. We're, and remember, sin, what it literally means is imperfect. To sin is to miss the mark. The mark is absolute perfection. It's, it's flawlessness because God himself is without flaw. And what he offers is to join himself to us, to marry us. That's the imagery that the Bible gives us. And if perfection joins itself to imperfection, perfection is destroyed. In the same way that, like I've said before, I've got a bottle of purified water right here. But if I drop a couple of drops of arsenic in there, it's no longer pure. Now it's impure. It went from being... Purified water to poison, because I added an imperfection into the equation, right? And in the same way, he, what God offers in Christ is he says, you're messed up, but I can fix you. You're imperfect, but I love you, and I want to change that. You're at the core of your being. There's, there's, you're damaged, and I can remove the damage, The only way one man could pay for the sins of all men was for that one man to be perfectly sinless. And the only way for a sinless man to even be born, the only way for a human being to be conceived free of the inherent imperfections of humanity was for God himself to step in. Divine intervention. God put skin on. God impregnated a virgin. He put himself inside the womb of a young woman and entered his creation because he loves us so much. He didn't have to, he didn't need us. We don't bring anything into the, you know, we don't bring anything to the table except a mess, but he loves us, and so he's done this to make it possible for those who, listen, he's done it to make it possible for those who don't know that love, to encounter that love, to know him, so now, see what we have, God, Jesus, fully man, fully human, Fully God, don't let anybody ever tell you Jesus was a demigod. No, Jesus is not was, Jesus is God fully, and He chose to also become fully man. How does that work? I don't know, but the Creator did it for us because He loves us. He paid the penalty of humanity. The message that the Lord Jesus gave to Paul first there in you know, it began in, in Damascus, really, but then in Arabia, and then for another 10 years secluded back in, in Tarsus. It was the message of grace, the gospel of God's grace. You, you, you can't do this, but I'll do it for you. Let me do it for you, God says. It's the message that, that God the Son humbled himself and then offered himself to be tortured to death on a cross in payment for our sin. Jesus conquered both sin and death for us. The gospel of grace is the message that God loves you and he wants to rescue you from this dead, messed up existence and give you life. See, we, what we call life is, is not life. It's, it's merely existence. Life is what God himself breathed into Adam in the garden. It's what Jesus breathed into the disciples after he was crucified and raised from the dead. The spirit of God is the spirit of life. And when you've been made alive in Christ, as the Bible words it, that's forever. It doesn't go away. It doesn't change. It's forever, which is why we call it eternal life, because it's life forever. It will always be life, and it's a gift. It can't be bought. So point number three. Salvation, new life, spiritual life cannot be earned by keeping religious rituals or rules. Do you understand God is not impressed that you came to church today? God doesn't get all jacked up and excited because you read your Bible. Oh, wow, woo! that's our nonsense. You understand what I'm saying? We, we do that. Because we, we have a tendency, we human beings have a tendency to get really impressed with ourselves because I've, I've been disciplined, you know, the last, man, I'm, I read my Bible every day. Man, I hope you do because if you don't, you're going to get weak and stupid and make big mistakes in life. But if you will, if you'll do it, no, it's not going to impress God. But the people around you will start being impressed with your life because the word of God will change you and people will notice. I hadn't been a Christian two weeks My assistant manager turned to me, and I've told you this story before if you've been here a while. She would tease me, you know, the young cocky 24 year old, she called me boss. And that day she said to me, boss, are we gonna be able to take you? She cursed me, her mouth was as bad as mine back then. But see, then Jesus moved in. When Jesus moves in, everything changes.